Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Auburn House of Sports podcast. I'm your host, Robert House, along with my co-host, Wiley Fields. Wiley, how are we doing today? Fantastic. Happy to be back in the pod. Yeah, it has been a minute. Um, Quite yeah. a minute. <laughs> yeah. I said I was going to, I think last episode, I remember saying that I'm just going to stop saying see you next week because I know it's probably not going to be next week. It is, it is kind of not difficult. It's just... School and spring break and everything, it just throws everything off. And so we're back for the time being. Uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll have another episode out. But for now, a lot to recap at least. Uh, I mean, maybe not as in-depth as we usually go just because it's not specifically. Well, it is Auburn, but there's a lot going on outside of Auburn that we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. So. But to start off with, I think I can't remember exactly where we left off, but Auburn finished the season with a win against Tennessee. You know, didn't finish the season like typically like super hot. I think they finished oh yeah, they lost to got destroyed by Kentucky at Kentucky. Uh almost beat Alabama at Bama, but lost in overtime and then beat Tennessee at home by like seven or eight or nine. And then lost in the first round of the SEC tournament to who was it? Ar- oh, Arkansas. Yeah, to Arkansas. It was a pretty good game, you know, didn't I mean didn't play well. That was kind of the struggle for Auburn was playing well, but yeah, lost in the first there it wasn't the first round. It was Auburn's first game. I think it was technically the second round to Arkansas. And then Alabama ended up winning that. And then we got to the to March Madness. Auburn was a nine seed. They played Iowa as an eight seed and won that game. Played pretty well. Mm-hmm. Went up by a lot in that game. And then kind of Iowa started to come back. But Auburn finished it, I'd say, pretty well and looked pretty good. And then ended up getting Houston in the second round. And that was tough because the first half of the game, Auburn looked the best they had looked all season. And you're like, okay, when it went into the locker room up 10, you're like, all right, we've got a shot. And then they come out of halftime and they look like they forgot how to play basketball. They let I one think man beat us. <laughs> we let one man beat us. I think we... Um, I'm trying, let's look, I, I believe, yeah, we scored, it was 41 to 31 at halftime and Auburn ended up getting outscored 50 to 23 in the second half and lost by 17. And it was the guy that led Houston in scoring, Tremont Mark was probably like, like not one of their best players. And we let him kind of walk all over us because Houston's two and three best players were out of the last ten minutes for most for most of the last ten minutes with foul trouble, and it just was a tough tough way to. I would have rather, and I know most Auburn fans are agree that I would have rather just gotten beaten around the whole game instead of looking like we were going to win and then just looking like the Auburn team that we kind of saw most of the season that just offense got super stagnant, stagnant defense. I would say played well for most of the second half, but just couldn't couldn't score offensively. I mean, there was I think we went ten minutes without scoring a basket in the second half, and that's not a recipe yeah. for success. Two for 
or no, four for 24, I believe it was, maybe. Maybe even worse than that um, in the second half of the Houston game. The Houston game really just summed up the whole season in that nutshell. Mm-hmm. Um, had a lot of good flashing moments and then a lot of bad ones too. But, you know, uh, it's it's really a shame, not just the way it ended, but the way it's turning out to be. It looks like we're losing Chance Westry and Johan Treor in the transfer portal. It was announced yesterday. Um, and then earlier this morning, it was announced that there's rumors Wes Flanagan may be leaving. Um, and he's been a huge part of our recruiting um, the, for as long as I can remember. And uh, it's it's kind of a concerning thing uh, over the next few years or looking at it. But uh, in hindsight, though, Aiden Holloway played in the McDonald's All-American game last night, looked very well. I don't know the stats, but from what I saw, he he looked just as good as anybody on the floor. And yeah, he was one of the best players. Just didn't they for some reason just didn't play him a lot in the second half. Yeah, well, it, that's okay though. I mean, there's it's, a lot it, of game players you got to get their moment yeah. in that game. Game but doesn't matter, but the fact he did what he did is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the way Auburn ended their season was just not ideal. Um, super proud of the way they played in the first half. Uh, they just kind of. Did what they did all year, though, and proved that we didn't really ever have the guy to go to at the end of the game. It was, I feel like it was always Wendell, but you couldn't always rely on him, if that makes any sense. Yeah, um, he was too inconsistent, and I feel like, yeah. you know, there were guys that we could say would have been better options, but I just don't think there was anybody on the court that we had that was, you know, I mean, there might have been a guy that would have done a little bit better, but I just there wasn't anybody on this year's team that had that killer mentality that could just turn it on when we needed it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's, you know, after having a year with Jabari Smith and Walker and Jabari just anytime we were down in the game just being able to hit three threes in a row or whatever it be to get us back close within a game, you know, it's we, – we, we definitely were a little bit spoiled with him, um, but this year just – a big drop-off from what we saw last year. And, you know, it is unfortunate that Chance and Johan are transferring and Wes may be leaving. But we we do need to – I think Bruce knows what he's doing. I think there's a lot of players that have entered the transfer portal from other schools that are really good that mm-hmm. if we could get, you know, a few of them – because, I mean, that opens up Chance and Johan transferring – Chance definitely hurts more. I mean, I think Johan had a lot of potential, but we just, uh, you know, couldn't really see much. But Chance was a player that I think a lot of people were looking forward to coming back. And he's transferring. But, I mean, we all – I think everybody wishes both of them the best. I don't think there's any hard feelings. I think think they're both going to do well wherever they end up. But I think Bruce knows what he's doing, and he's going to get the right guys in there. And Mm -hmm. Hopefully it'll give us allow us to get a little bit more experience in there, especially with Aiden coming in, who I, who's it's looking like right now is probably going to be the the starting point guard, and whether yeah. Wendell stays know, or leaves, stays or leaves. There's rumors about that too. Um, you know, I don't think it would be shocking if Wendell was to transfer, but I don't think it'd be shocking if he was to stay. I think it's fifty fifty, and I think you know I think a lot of people want him gone, which is kind of shocking to me. Yeah, he hasn't been the most consistent player, but he's he kind of I think without I mean if you take Wendell out of this year I think Auburn is I mean in such a worse spot 
And I think it'd be nice to have him back as somebody who can maybe be an older guy for Aiden and whether Aiden or Wendell starts, I think it's kind of a good, never a bad thing to have depth, um, especially at the guard spot. You know, Janai's coming back. I think that's, I don't think he's going anywhere as far as I've seen. Um, yeah. And he's, I think he's going to be good. I think a lot of our players just, you know, a lot of work to be done. I, I, you know, with Jalen and Allen, I don't think they're going. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't think they go anywhere. Allen will be TBD depending on what Wes does. Which, yeah. you know, if Wes leaves, wouldn't be shocking if Allen left. But is uh, Jalen not done? Mm-mm. I think all th- all of that class has. A, Zep is the only one that has like is is done is out of eligibility, and he's already announced. I mean. He's gonna join the TBT, the War Ready team for TBT, which I think is heck yeah. Yes, that's kind of big. Um, and you know, I don't think KD is going anywhere. I think he's he's a junior. I think he's got one more year yeah. left. I wouldn't see him going anywhere. There's let's see, uh, Leor. I think he can stay. Yeah, Leor can stay. Mm-hmm. And I'd be, I think, I think he would. I mean, I don't, I don't think he's going anywhere. Uh, I'm trying to think. Chris Simo, I think he's. I'd assume he's staying. Dylan, I don't see him going anywhere. So I mean, we hopefully we return most of those guys. I'd love if Jalen and Allen stayed. I think they've got a lot of. I mean, we know that they're very good, and I think they've got a lot of room to grow. Especially Allen, if give, giving him another year after coming off the. The Achilles tear, I think that'll be dangerous. I know he said that last year, but he he definitely looked a lot better this year than he did the year before. And I think, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's just going to – all that stuff's just going to continue to unfold, whether they're transferring or not, and we'll see. But, I mean, just going to trust Bruce because he clearly has proven that he no, knows what he's doing yeah. for the most part, and we'll see what happens. But – uh, now, it's. I guess we didn't even. I mean, go. I mean, if you have anything to say, go ahead. I'm gonna. No, I mean that's really it. Um, I will say the one thing that it's kind of funny to look at, but like the fact that this year's team and last year's team finished in the same round, yet last year's team was SEC regular season champions. It's really just disappointing. <laughs> it yeah. just makes you more mad about last year than anything. Just because, like, if this team could play that way against Houston, we couldn't even play that way against Miami last year with two of the better players in the country. Miami's actually shown they could be a pretty good tournament team, but I don't think. Oh yeah, for sure. We Especially definitely should have should have beaten them last year, yeah. and it's definitely disappointing. But it is it is funny that both of these teams, and I think that I mean, yeah, definitely disappointing from last year. But if if you would have told me after, you know, if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that we, I mean, that we'd make the second round and mm-hmm. play a one seed, I mean, maybe if we had and lose a first round tournament game, like I'd, I'd probably tell you I'd take that. I mean, I don't want to make it sound like complacent or anything. <laughs> like I'd take that. I mean, obviously I want more, but looking at what we lost, yeah, and what we were bringing back, like that's not. Too shabby, I would right. say. And like, what were we? What seed were we in the, in the SEC tournament? Like a 
or like the eight C or something, eight or nine C. Yeah, this I year, think. Yeah, I think we were like that's, and this year the SEC was pretty solid compared to previous years. Alabama was really good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think you know we we definitely got a little, we've definitely been a little spoiled. Like, you know, ten years ago before Bruce was here, like I don't rem- I don't remember those years, and I don't think a lot of students here remember those years. But like, as my parents and a lot of the people who were, you know, paying attention to Auburn basketball, then like they'll take what we had this year over what the Tony Barbie era was and mm-hmm. all that. So, yeah, yeah, we're a little spoiled with Bruce, and I think we'll 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 be fine. Um, mm-hmm. But in terms of the tournament, this year's Final Four is probably the about as random as it can get. It's probably been one of the better tournaments, in my opinion. I've actually, I mean, I haven't been able to watch as much as I'd like to, but in terms of upsets and you know actual madness, I'd say this has probably been one of the better tournaments compared to last year. And yeah, you've got FAU as a nine seed, and this is the final four. FAU is a nine seed playing San Diego State as a five seed, and then five seed Miami playing four seed UConn. So the the highest seed is a four seed, and you've got a nine seed, which is. Yeah. Wild compared to last year, where you had Kansas. Now UNC last year was an eight seed, but UNC obviously is a blue blood and they're historically good, so yeah. that wasn't as much of a shock. And then who else did uh, was it Duke in the Final Four? And then who did Kansas beat in the Final Four last year? I don't remember, but it was a it was a good team, um, mm-hmm. a team that a, a high seed team. But this year it's just been chaos. You had another 16 yeah. seed beat a one seed for the second time ever. You had 15 seed Princeton make it to the. Did they make it? They made it to the Sweet 16, didn't they? Yeah, they made it to the Elite Eight. They did. Um, no, they got beat in the Sweet 16. Oh, that's right. They, it's just the other rest of the path was easy too. Or yeah, and then you had. Alabama is the number one overall seed. Get beat by San Diego State in the Sweet 16, which I know a lot of Auburn fans were happy about. I was personally very happy about that because if the if Alabama had beaten San Diego State, it would have been what I would say as considers smooth sailing. I mean, they would have had to play six seed Creighton, and then Creighton looks really good though. Play F- they would have ended up playing FAU in the final four, which is yeah. That's the thing though about like a lot of people. If you ask them, they they're mad about this year just because there's a bunch of lower seeds in the final four. But honestly, if you're, I mean, the like look at the past fifteen years, the national champion or ten years or so, the national champion has not been below a, uh, I think a three seed or something. I don't know, or maybe a four, I think maybe a four seed. Like that's the lowest it was. I could be wrong about that, but it definitely it was definitely top four for sure. Um, and it, this is the first year that a Final Four team hasn't been a one seed, like any of them. So it's it's just a really – it's just different, you know. I mean, that just shows that every year, if you truly are one of the better teams in the country, you will be in that Final Four. Um, it doesn't matter what seed you are, you will be in the Final Four, especially these one seeds who – Proven that they are a one seed, they'll, they'll make it to the final four. Not all of them, but some of them. Um, except this year. And honestly, that kind of summarizes just this season. No team really showed, like, I mean, Bama did, but no team showed definitive play, like, just 
dominance like against every team they played. Like, yeah, Bama dominated the SEC, but they also lost to Oklahoma by thirty, mm-hmm. which a lot of people forgot about that game. Um, and Auburn, lost. this this is biased. I mean, Auburn lost to them twice, but Auburn barely almost beat them twice. If you look back at it, there's a few plays that down went down to the wire where Auburn could have easily swept Bama this season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just. It was just all up in the air this year. Um, Houston, Bama also could have lost to South Carolina in Columbus or Columbia. Sorry, um, if Brandon Miller didn't score forty-five points, I think it was. Yeah, it was nuts. Uh, the rest of the team barely had anything. I think he scored almost all of their points in overtime. Yeah. And I mean, the, it just goes to show that they don't like they. They just don't. I mean, what's the words I'm trying to find? I'm not saying Bama was bad, first of all. Bama, this was easily their best team they've ever had. Bama was probably um, the best team in the country. Yeah. Over the it's just you have to consistently play into the tournament. And so do the other one seeds. I mean, Purdue had one of the more dominant players, Zach Eady, and they got stood up by FDU, which is no one predicted that. This has been the probably the wildest year just in terms of, like, there wasn't anybody that – stood out, I mean, besides Mm -hmm. Bama and maybe a few other teams. But to go back to your point earlier about, you know, seeds in the tournament, it's been a one, two, or three seed since 1998, except 2014 where seven seed Connecticut won it. Mm -hmm. And even then... Wait, what year? 1998. Oh, okay. And then before that it was a four seed. So, like... It's been one and two seeds, and then one three. So Connecticut actually, as a seven seed in 2014 and a three seed in 2011. Besides that, since 2007, it's been a one or a two seed. Besides Connecticut, it's and for the most part, it's been a one seed. I mean, if you go back, it's been probably 65 percent, 70 percent one seeds winning it, and then you know a two or three or four seed. And this year you have the highest seed being a four. I mean, that's mm-hmm. doesn't happen. And UConn, I mean, UConn at the beginning of the year looked like one of the best teams in the country, hands mm-hmm. down. They struggle in the middle of the year, but don't people should not be acting like that. These teams, one of these teams, is not dominant. I mean, UConn beat Gonzaga, who they beat the has crap out of them. Eighth year, Drew Timmy, obviously not, but but yeah, Gonzaga was a really good team that I just UConn just proved how dominant yeah. they truly can be. I mean, it doesn't matter till you get to March. Plan is that. That's the thing about March is it literally just who is the hottest in this year. Like I mean, FAU is a nine, and some people are saying that FAU is probably underseeded. Which, you know, looking at it, they probably were. But regardless, like they're a nine seed making the final four, and then Mm -hmm. you got two five seeds. Miami proven to be like you said earlier, proven to be a good tournament team. Yeah, Miami's been a good tournament team over the past, you know, at least past past year or two. Uh, I mean, they've got. They always have a lot of very experienced players and talent. Um, but it's it's just been one of the crazier March Madnesses, uh, March Mad Madness tournaments, and it's been exciting to watch. Uh, Final Four is what's today Wednesday. Final Four is on Saturday. Uh, first game between FAU and San Diego State at five oh nine, and then Miami and UConn at seven forty nine. So those will be. On Saturday night, San Diego State's favored by two. UConn's favored by five and a half. 
And, you know, I'd love to see FAU make mm-hmm. and win the championship. I think that'd be awesome. And then, you know, between UConn and Miami, just after Miami beat us, I'd preferably be rooting for UConn. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in a few, few of my bracket challenges, I need UConn to lose. So don't really care there. But it's it's going to be exciting. Um, we'll see what happens from there. But that's kind of college basketball, Auburn basketball. We can talk about Auburn baseball real quick, and then we're going to talk about the Braves. But Auburn baseball, you know, hasn't – they've been – played pretty well other than getting swept by Arkansas, but Arkansas's always been good at baseball. Uh, they won the series against Georgia this past weekend, just beat North Alabama in seven innings last night. Um, I think kind of the big problem for for this year's team has been pitching. You know, Gonzo, yeah. who's probably our best pitcher, hasn't been super healthy. A lot of new guys. And I just I, – I don't know if it's – I think it's just kind of them finding their groove, which it's early in the season. You don't expect them to have it all together now. But, you know, don't want them waiting. I mean, don't want it taking too long. But And I don't think, you know, offense has, you know, been on – on and off, but there's guys that can hit the ball in the lineup, and mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to be a long-term problem for, for Auburn, I think. It's just going to be everybody finding their stride. Auburn has probably one of the best freshmen in the country in Ike Irish, and then you know plenty of other talent and power on in that lineup that can yeah. hit the ball. Yeah, I mean, any moment this team could take off uh... – Regular season honestly doesn't matter Mm-mm. as much, um, just because you play so many games. But it's going to take a little bit just for this team to get back into or get into the groove. You know, they don't have Deshera anymore, who was one of the more dominant hitters in the country, um, but they still got experience. Um, really pitching, like you said, Robert is their their main problem. But Ike Irish has been absolutely incredible, um, just as a freshman. I think he the first two weeks he was SEC freshman of the week and then was he national player of the week maybe? I'm sure. I mean he was tearing it up. And then you just have guys like Bobby Pierce who um he has a, I think he, he's I mean he's had a good season. He just hasn't had, had like jaw dropping like Bryson Ware and Justin Kirby. Um I believe Ware's already Ware and Kirby I believe are already over ten home runs for the year. Um, Cole Foster's a guy who returned that was kinda, really good last year, but he's kind of underwhelming a little bit. Underwhelming a little bit, but he's also been had some injury problems, and yeah. I think he'll figure it out. I mean, he's got the experience, and Auburn's proven to be a good a good postseason team in baseball, and I think mm. they'll figure it out. I mean, this team has the potential to be really good. They just kind of have to figure it out, uh, especially the pitching, which I think our pitcher last night. I don't. Can't remember his name, but he pitched a. It was a full game, but it was a seven inning game compared to nine. But he pitched an entire game and and only allowed one run. I mean, it was against North Alabama, but anytime you can do that, that's that's that should add some confidence. And then hopefully Gonzo can get health healthy because he was, I mean, definitely the best pitcher this year and was, I'd say, the best pitcher last year too. Yeah. Um, unless I'm forgetting somebody, but. Auburn, you know, SEC is also just kind of a really good baseball 
I mean, Auburn, I mean, SEC is good at everything, but baseball especially, you got LSU, Arkansas, Mississippi State and Ole Miss haven't been very good this year, which is kind of shocking. Mississippi State kind of had a game like we did against Georgia um, in game three of our series where I know they lost by over 20 to Vanderbilt. Yeah, it, got, it, might have been, it might have been 30. I mean, it was – Was it Mississippi State or Ole Miss? I can't remember. It was Florida. I think it was Florida because Florida has that incredible player. No, maybe it was no, Ole Miss. Okay. It was Either one of the way, two. Yeah. But then there's Vanderbilt who's always been good at yeah. baseball. And then LSU and Florida are looking like they could be – Kentucky's good. Kentucky. Tennessee's good. It's all over the place right now. I mean, there's just a lot of good teams in the SEC, so I think Auburn's going to have to do their best to win a lot of these series. I mean, it's a, I mean, win, lose, losing games is okay, but you don't want to lose series or you don't want to go on losing streaks. You want to try and you know keep it as even as possible. Yeah, Auburn goes to Florida this weekend, which Florida has probably the best player in the country. He's, Basically, a create a player on like MLB the Show. I think he's got it's like eighteen or nineteen home runs in like almost as many games. I mean, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he. I saw some highlights and he's really good. And I think you know, I don't know if that if Florida has anybody else or if it's kind of just him carrying. I mean, I'd assume. I'm trying to see if I can find a. To see if they're ranked or not. I just I think they are. They're ranked number three. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so too. Let me look. I'm almost positive they're ranked number three. It's like LSU one, yeah, four to three. Vanderbilt four. Arkansas is six. Uh, South Carolina's nine. Tennessee's ten. Kentucky's eighteen. Yeah, I mean again. SEC is just very good at baseball, and Auburn's probably going to have to play very well to beat Florida. Um, yeah, Florida's twenty-two and four. Auburn's seventeen, seven and one, and their first game against Florida is on Friday at five thirty. Again, it's at Florida, and yeah, I, I, I'd assume Florida has other players if they're ranked number three. I don't think you can be twenty-two and four with one good player. But you know, we'll we'll see how that goes throughout the season. I mean, they're gonna have a tough schedule playing SEC teams, but if they can manage to to just be consistent, I guess is what we would be looking for. Then give them a pretty good shot in the postseason. Even though they've always been a good postseason team, it would be nice to see consistent good play, and it would yeah. hopefully start an early an SEC play for sure. Um, I mean, we got the pieces. It's just going to have to, like you said, consistent play and just going through the season. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what's been going on with Auburn baseball. Um, I will. T- I think gymnastics has the NCAA championships or whatever this weekend. Um, softball's been pretty good. Uh that's really all I can think of. I think, you know, the tennis teams have been struggling from what I've seen. But we're going to go to Braves now. Uh, opening day is tomorrow, which is exciting. I think it's kind of been highly anticipated 
uh, especially for yeah. Braves fans. Because Just in general, having baseball back is going to yeah. be incredible. I'm I'm excited. I'm definitely you know I think last year I didn't pay as much attention early in the season. I mean it's kind of hard to because it's like right in the middle of right in the middle of a lot of stuff. But it is it is tomorrow. The Braves will play at the Nationals to start, and then at the Cardinals, and then they'll have their home opener mm-hmm. against the Padres, which. Hopefully, me and Wiley will be going to, which is exciting. Uh, Atlanta returns. I mean, they're going to be returning pretty much everyone for the next like five or six years. Yeah. Well, unless, Ho- hopefully, yeah. would be the. I mean, Olson, Acuna, Riley, Michael Harris, uh, Albies is Albies under contract for? Yeah, he's still twenty twenty. He's the year before Ronald. Ends. So 2027. So, yeah, all of them. And then uh, Strider mm-hmm. are all long term. And then this, sh- and uh, Sean Murphy, who's the new catcher, is also long. He's what, five, six years? Yeah. Um, six years, I believe. Is, is Darno still on the team? Yeah, he's still on the team. They're going to do it two way. Um, is what their plan is. I mean, kind of like how William, because I mean, we got rid of William, but honestly, William looked like him and Darno were just gonna. They are just kind of doing the two way thing, like every other few games they yeah. do, like maybe a two game, three game stretch, and then the other would go in. And that'll be um, good. That typically, yeah, we need that. that allows. You we know, really need that. Darno's have been a good hitter yeah. and a good catcher, but I, I think I'm I'm pretty sure Sean Murphy's a good bit better, but it'll just be yeah. nice to well, and, allow. Yeah. And Sean Murphy's a Gold Glove winner. Exactly. Last year. So it'll give kind of, you know, good rest yeah. and it'll just be kind of interesting to see. And maybe, you know, I'm sure once the time, by the time the postseason rolls around, they're going to probably stick with the guy that's just been better. Yeah. But it, it's never a bad thing to have an option. And, you know, if a guy's not well, not playing well, or if he's hurt, to just, you know, you've got one or the other. Uh, yeah. Definitely will miss Contreras, but, you know, it, yeah. it's better that he go be good somewhere else then absolutely kind of cool how he will be in the uh, NL Central with his brother yeah which will that'll be a good for rivalry there um, but yeah the Braves are first of all it's just cool I mean it feels like the season's already started just because the World Baseball Classic was this year um, that was super exciting uh, just seeing not even just Team USA but just the other teams too I know Venezuela Ronald had a, a pretty good time and Someone who looks like they're coming back around is Eddie Rosario. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for yeah, him. He, he he looks like on the radar. Also, just some stats from uh, that I saw today. Um, Matt Olson led all spring training players with eight home runs and also led in RBIs with 18 for spring training. He's, he's He looks really good. He was pretty good um, last year. He's And, I mean, that, a lot better. of that's also just because the shift span so he can – a lot of his problem, or whenever he was in a slump, he was mainly hitting ground balls into right where the shift would be. Uh, also, this is surprising. I didn't realize it because I, I'm be honest, I don't watch spring training games unless I have nothing to do. Because uh, normally the, the starters don't play. But from when Marcelo Zuna played, he had th- a three fifteen batting average through the spring training, mm. which I, is very interesting. I think that's great, but I almost don't want him. to Yeah, be. I know. Not uh, he's, he's kind of just a meme at this point, but yeah, but like 
There's better. I feel yeah. like we've got better. And well, if he can go back to like his, well, I don't think he'll ever be his 2020 self. His 2020 self was just kind of out of this world. Mm-hmm. If he could, though, that'd be incredible. It would be um, nice. Maybe if he does so. But uh, we have the two catchers, Murphy and Darnold, and the reason we have it's great having two is because 2021 we obviously won it all, but for a long time we struggled even having a catcher. Uh, just because of Darno getting hurt for so long in the middle of the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Murphy's a great addition. We have him for a few more years. I feel like Darno will retire as a Brave. Um, yeah, I think he likes it. Yeah, I mean, everybody my, loves him. this is the better chance he'll have of winning another title um, anyways. But pitching looks pretty good. Um Freed is set on to take Patrick Corbin tomorrow. And Freed, I think, only allowed – he didn't allow a single run in spring training. I know that. Strider only allowed, Strider only allowed like, one, I think. But uh, them two, Kyle Wright, I know, is starting out hurt for a few weeks. I think he's on the aisle um, just with some inflammation issues. So, hopefully that won't take too long. But he should get back and running soon. But – uh. Morton's still Morton, a brave. Morton's is, still a brave. Hopefully he can get out of that slump where he starts out the first three months pretty crappy. It doesn't look and like then it, considering that comes in, in. Yeah, well, he's also in yesterday's really spring old. training game. He allowed four hits, three runs, two walks, no strikeouts. And again, I know it's just spring training, but that's yeah. they those players take it seriously. Oh yeah. Um, we'll see. I mean, it's. I mean, I guarantee you, he will start out terrible—not not terrible, but he'll start out really shaky. And then, yeah. once July comes around, he's gonna look like an all-star. Like it's, he does yeah. it every year. Uh, we need him to for sure. Um, but the big question is: Don't we have two uh, like very young pitchers that were? Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. The big question is: Who's gonna be pitcher number five? Um, What's who? 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 What are their names? Uh, is it Schuster few. and Bodnick? Yeah, Schuster. Um, Schuster's probably the one who more than likely is that, would be it. I feel, well, I'm just looking, and those two names look the stand out because I could have sworn yeah. that those are. Well, those two are the ones that would be more, um, would probably uh, I'll let get you... some time. Jared Schuster. Or, uh, also, another big thing is Grissom. Going down yeah, to the Myers again, fun. but Arcia. Ever since they've announced that he'll be the starter at the beginning of the season, he's honestly been balling out. He's bat- batting three forty one yeah. in spring training. Now that that's offense, however, but you know he did a really good job filling in for Ozzy. Like no one's Ozzy Obbies, and no one will be Dansby Swanson to replace him unless we were to somehow have gotten Trey Turner. But obviously we didn't. But I think Orlando will do just fine. Hopefully, at least. Um, honestly, this is a kind of under-the-radar uh, injury report, but Raziel Iglesias um, being on the IL at the beginning of the season, is he also has inflammation, so that's going to be kind of concerning because he, boy, he came in onto the team, I think in, oh gosh, I think June last season. I don't remember quite when, but he, remember his very first game he was where did in New York from? against the Mets? He came Ashes. on the Angels. Angels. Angels, yeah. Well, no, no, no. 
Angels, and then he was on the Astros, and I think we picked him up immediately after. Yeah, very briefly. Yeah, but... And then Kyle Wright is also yes. on the IL. And he's... He, well, he yes. was he was a big... Um, I mean, he was our wins leader last year. He was our wins leader last year. And, I mean, he's only on the 15-day. I mean, I'm not, it's nothing for cause for concern. Right. Like, he'll be uh, okay. He'll be fine. And so, it's what? It's free Kyle Wright, Strider... Morton, Morton, and then, and then Schuster or whoever else they keep on bringing in from. Or Kyle Wright. I have a feeling that they'll uh, they'll end up trading for somebody middle through the season. I don't know for who quite yet. I don't even think someone big, but um, just someone to fill in. Also, uh, if possible, I know in past years Kyle Moeller has – Shown some really big promise, um, so that could that could take a a nice uh, jump for him, because um, he's been very impressive in the minors. But he, every time he comes up, he just kind of looks like he's a step behind, but he's always right there almost. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting seeing what that fifth spot does. But all in all, it's just good to have baseball back for sure. Yeah, and so they'll have a series against the. Nationals, then the Cardinals, I believe, and then the home. Those will both be away. And then home opener against the Padres. And then it'll just be baseball from then until October, mm-hmm. which will be exciting because the best. You know, it's always nice to have at least a sport in the summer now that – not that I didn't ever pay attention to Braves, but I feel like now more than ever I've actually kind of – invested in it more and so be definitely paying attention to that more often but just kind of excited to have it back I think definitely been a lot of anticipation with a lot of the offseason moves and you know just excited for me back mm-hmm. we'll see uh, I think you know Ronald was was back last year but I think he's definitely back this year back that like really back this year taking a big step since his ACL tear mm-hmm um, but we will see. I'm sure you know. Obviously, early in the season, like there's a lot of just teams figuring out stuff. So you know, never, never really. I mean, even the year that the Braves won the World Series, they were under 500. Um, was it before the trade deadline? Right. In 2021. Yeah. Yeah, they were under uh, at the All Star break. They or All Star break. Well, they had. Line. Well, no, they at the All Star break they were, um, I think forty four, forty five, and then they kept going on like four game losing streaks, win two games, get right back at five hundred, then go back down to like seven, eight games behind five hundred, and then the trade deadline hand came around where we picked up Soler, Rosario, mm-hmm. um, got back Duvall, and then um, obviously got back uh, or brought in Jock Peterson too. Then it finally took. Till August that we got ahead 500, which really it just struck at the right time that the Mets meted themselves and mm-hmm. um, that they ended up sucking when we ended up being really good, and that kind of happened last year too, honestly. <laughs> All that to say, you know, the first bit of the season is never really telling. I mean, it can be, Correct. but most of the time, especially for the Braves, it's not an indication of what the entire season is going to look like. But it's always fun to, to see players do well. 
and hopefully that'll be the case that the Braves just play consistently good the mm-hmm. entire season. But it's baseball. Things happen. So absolutely, definitely excited for that tomorrow. Uh, Final four on Saturday, and then the championship will be Monday. Mm-hmm. I believe at eight. And then you know we'll keep track of Auburn baseball, and you know obviously Auburn uh, Auburn football has you know uh, we're not a ton to talk about there. We'll probably talk about that more next time. But seeing mostly good things, I would say, out of spring camp from there. You know, quarterback is still up in the air, but seeing mostly good things, which is good, especially from the O line, which is shocking. I mean, not shocking considering that we got a lot of good recruits, but shocking that it's Auburn's O line. Uh, but definitely look more into that uh, in the next week or so. But mm-hmm. that'll be something to look at. And then basketball recruiting, we'll keep an eye on that. But that's going to be all. You know, I don't know if next episode is going to be next week or the next, but hopefully in the next week or two, we'll get that. It's probably, let's see, yeah, we'll get that out in the next week or two. Uh, definitely talk more in depth about football, what we're seeing out of spring training, and then talk, start talking more baseball and talk about the end of the tournament. So thanks mm-hmm. for listening and see everybody next time. Peace.